Hello, everyone. You are listening to the MS Mobile Show. This is the podcast that helps you get the most out of the Microsoft services you use on all your mobile devices. On this episode, we are finally going to talk about the rumored phones I won't mention right now, but the phones we're all waiting to talk about that have the specs that we all want, that we will talk about, and we will talk about them. Uh, We will also be talking about uh, the... We will also be talking about the iPad Pro versus the Surface 3 or 4 Pro. And we're going to talk a little bit more about um, some some things coming up from Microsoft that we are very excited for and they finally announced the date. My name is Vernon E.L. Smith. I'm joined today by my co-host, David V. Kimball. Good afternoon, David. Good afternoon to you, Vernon. Oh my goodness. Never have I wanted September to be over so quickly. Yes. Absolutely. We are re- we are referring to just a few moments ago, uh, Microsoft announced that the media, what do you call it? Like the, the, the keynote, basically, you know, like the whole announcement Their uh, event. of all the all the awesome things that we're waiting for will be October 6th. It, they say, quote awesome. unquote, we have some exciting news to share about Windows 10 devices and it's going to be in New York City. And uh there's a lot of guesses on what they're going to be announcing or talking about, but uh, regardless of what it's actually going to be, holy cow, it's going to be really awesome and exciting to watch. Yes, so we will talk about that in a moment. First, we'll jump right to some feedback. Our friend Nathan Carroll, friend of the show, he tweets at us, Great shows, guys. I've got about 20 regular podcasts, and about six are all uh, are, that are a must. Y'all are cracking that top six. And to be honest, this is actually one of my, I would say this is the one of the most meaningful pieces of feedback or whatever. It gives me the goosebumps or something like that because I listen to a lot of podcasts and there are only a few that make it every week into my – that, that always make it into my ears. And uh, I, I give them, um, you know, it's got to be a decent show for that. I don't know how we made it into the top six, so thank you. But um, we are very honored to be in your top six. Nathan, thank you very much. Yeah, that was really cool. For sure. Last week, we said that we would come up with a good poll. I said we'd come up with a good poll during the show. Um, I failed at that, so we did not have a poll last week. But we have a great one, which we're going to discuss at the. We'll we'll um, we'll discuss it in a moment here. Well, yeah. David, tell us about yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm way off. Tell us about I'm what? I'm not using the regular. I'm not using the regular format here as well. Yeah. What do we? Why don't you go with our um, tip of the episode, David? Sure. Yeah. So a bit a few times I've recommended different applications. Uh, that work on Windows Phone and Windows 10 Mobile that allow applications to be transparent tiles on your screen because I am a stickler for getting your start screen to look exactly how you want and I really don't like it when applications do not give you an option of, a, of transparency. But a lot of applications, for example, 6Tag, 6Sec, uh, just as very obvious examples, have an option in the app to make a transparent tile. So while they might default to a blue, they might default to a shade of yellow or whatever, or green, you can actually change it to transparent, which is really awesome. Other developers do not do that. So there are applications you can install that basically give you a transparent tile option, which is really cool. And keep this in mind that live tile functionality does not work in some of these cases. So but these are the three applications, these are the three apps that I use that cover every single transparent app you'll ever want. It's Tiles Toolbox, Tile Generator, and Start Perfect. Those three apps, you literally get everything covered. So Skype is one that I've not had transparent for a long time, and it's the ugly light blue with... It's not that the light blue is really ugly. It's actually quite a delightful blue. But it just clashes with the other blues on uh, Windows Phone and Windows 10 Mobile. So Tiles Toolbox, I finally found, is the application that has a Skype, a proper transparent Skype icon inside of it. Tiles Generator has Swarm and Uber, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, which all do not have transparent options, and Start Perfect covers anything else you could want. Any setting, Microsoft, OneNote, Word, absolutely anything. And so I encourage you to check out those applications and make your start screen truly transparent. 
do you, are you an advertiser for that app? One of those apps? No. Hey, there's an idea. <laughs> <laughs> Which kind of, uh, I guess I could have shared, uh, was we talk, try to talk about at the beginning. If you like the show, you could support us. <laughs> imagine us giving your application a ringing endorsement. Uh, like imagine that in the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. That could that could be Much possible. Much better than I use. I think David, you should probably do it. I would usually. I would imagine. I would goof it up. Well, I, we, we, the trick is. I think this is every podcaster's aim is to kind of embed it into the show and make it not seem like an advertisement. I, I don't know if that would. I don't. I don't. I don't hear a lot. A lot of podcasters trying to do that. I wonder if it would work because usually they say first a word from our sponsors or but first I'd like to give a shout out to and it's really obvious. But I wonder if they try to do it more subtly. Well, I think, I think if it is subtle, then it appears that it's. I think you still have to kind of disclose that it is a sponsorship. Okay. Um, I think there's some, some legalness in there, some legalese uh, uh. in there. But, um, but yes. Moving along, uh, well, actually, staying with the the tip of the episode, I am such a stickler for transparent uh, tiles, on, at least on the top portion of my start screen when i yep. when i do a screenshot show what i have i even wait a little bit make sure that you know like the, the live tiles look decent i'm so bad about that nope me and too then, i completely agree with you <laughs> and even if i have something like i know i want one note on the top or skype i may have put it in a folder instead and then put other things in there with live tiles that are bigger and so when it's it cycles through it there's less chance of seeing that <laughs> ugly little skype icon i'm horrible about that that's hilarious i thought i was and the I'm only person like, i don't think i'm that superficial of a person i just think i don't know i just think it looks better yeah you, you you scroll below like the one screen on my star screen and you get straw pull with straw and like some of the one notes that I've pinned that can't be transparent, and they're all at the very bottom of my start screen. So I'm like, I don't want these to be seen, <laughs> but they need to be on yeah. my start screen because convenience. Yeah, right now I'm not adhering to it very well. I just did a, a fresh install, uh, you know, a clean boot of um, uh, ten on the eight thirty. So Skype's on there, OneNote, um, Excel, PowerPoint, Word, and of course Photos always messes it up. I like having Photos on there. Um, and even though, even the store tile always has something new, which I don't necessarily like. That's why I make, I make the store, I make the store tile actually smaller and then it only shows the live tile function. It doesn't like, it shows like how many updates you have on the tile still, but it doesn't make Mm -hmm. it not transparent. And then for photos, what I do is I tap photos, I click, um, cycle through favorites. I, no, then I back out Then I go back in and say, choose one photo and I just don't choose a photo and it stays completely transparent. Wow, that's a that's a great tip all in itself. Nice. Yep, little tip right there. Cool. One more thing I don't like is the people tile, which is no good. Uh, I have a two-year-old, three-year-old pounding on something. So, David, why don't you speak for a moment? Sure. Yeah, I agree. The the, the people tile in Windows 10 Mobile. Um, we had a poll about this earlier, but the the circles really just throw me off a bit. I want the the tile from Windows Phone back the people tile it's one of my favorite elements of windows phone because i loved seeing all like the my contacts faces every once in a while that was always fun because it would one time someone was looking at my phone because i was showing them my, my star screen or my device or whatever and they looked at it and they're like whoa why am i on the tile <laughs> and i don't know if it was a good thing or a bad thing but it, it made me laugh anyways Well, that's what you do when you have young kids. You gotta stop them from making noises when you're trying to do things like record. Um, so, do you want to head on to these main topics now, or do we have some more preliminary stuff to go over? What do you want to do? Uh, Vernon, you there? Hello. Okay. Well, we can certainly talk about the event coming up. Assuming Vernon gets his audio.
All right, he's doing a, he's probably doing a refresh. That's all right. That's why we edit these things. Meanwhile, how's it going in the chat, Raul? You think he's on mute? He said he couldn't get anything in his ear, his earbuds. So I, yeah, I don't really. It's going good so far. That's good to hear. Hey, hey Robert's on. Just bear with us. Uh, Vernon's uh, rejoining the room. He had some audio issues, but we should be back in no time. Also, hello, JJ. Hola to you. Well, that was queer. That was... <laughs> yeah, my son is probably... He's probably gnawing on our DSA... DSL cable right now. That's exactly what's happening. Yeah. He's usually pretty, he's already sleeping by this time, but he's starting to uh, grow up and, you know, become independent. So we have that going for us. Where were we, David? Where did well, I, where did I cut well, you off? We, we were talking about the people tile and, um, and now, I mean, do you want to start talking about the event or do you want to dwell more on start screens? What would you like to do? Well, I think we've pretty much summed up start screens. I just, I was, my point with the people tiles that I really am not satisfied yet with the circle people uh, on the people tile. It has not won me over yet. Um, and that's, I don't know when that will happen. <laughs> but circles on a square tile, I don't know. All right. So do you want to cover the event? Do you want to cover the new phones? Um, yeah, we'll just come to just mention the event, I suppose. Yeah, there's not much to. That's true. There's not, not, not much. Microsoft really hasn't said much, but what's funny is we've been talk. Really, we've been talking about this date for a very long time without really knowing what the date was or what kind of event it would be. Um, people are like, "When are Microsoft going to announce their new flagship phones?" Like they've been doing this for like a year or so, and so this is finally that day when they're doing it. And it's in New York City, so it's like, going to be a big deal. Um, it, yeah, it's going to be big, whatever it is. And people are saying, uh, there are rumors that, you know, maybe it'll be the Lumia 50, 950 and 950XL. Maybe it'll be the Service Pro 4. And the, all those rumors abound. But we still don't know yet. I'm really excited for it. I cannot wait to see what they offer Um I think it's going to be very good, but we often think that we're usually satisfied. I think, but sometimes you know we get so we we hear the rumors and they just grow and grow and we're so excited for this. Oh yeah, yeah, I can't wait! And then we get it and it's great, but it's not quite as great. It doesn't necessarily live up to the hype that we've right. created ourselves. That's the problem with so expectations. A, yes, always a challenge. So. Let's jump into what we wanted to talk about for this episode. All right, so this episode we are going to be talking about the Lumia 950 and the Lumia 950XL specs. And they're, they've been rumored for a while, and they've been materialized over the past few months. And so it's safe to say, again, nothing completely confirmed, but... You know, we have good reason to believe that this, the specs we're about to talk about on this show are are pretty close to what they will be. And JJ's correct in the chat. It is going to be awesome. That is something that you can't measure by, stat, by stats or by specs, uh, but they are going to be awesome. And that's because it is a Lumia device running Windows 10 Mobile. How can it not be awesome? So... Uh, one thing I'm really excited about in the Lumia 950 and 50XL are the OLED screens. Um, ever since I was introduced to them in Zune, HD, the Zune HD, I, I couldn't imagine a better screen. And so every LCD device, including my 1520 that's come out afterwards, I haven't been quite as satisfied with the look and the display as I have, for example, on the 1020. The Lumia 1020 is that brilliant AMOLED display. And now we're seeing OLED return in these flagships, so I'm really excited for the screen. So the IPS display, and as I understand, IPS is still, it's a, I should have looked this up. It's still different, but not, it's not like a, an AMOLED. 
on IPS is an LCD, but is an o is an OLED an LCD? Uh, no, it's a uh, it's it's different. Well, organic um, light emitting diode. Yeah. Right. So LCD is um, crap. Uh, <laughs> liquid crystal. Liquid crystal. Uh, diode display. Liquid oh. crystal display. Yep. Yep. JJ confirmed it. Liquid crystal display. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just like the look of OLED. I mean, I know there are some people that say they don't they don't like OLED because of the artificial color pop. And I love you know what. I love the artificial color pop, if that's what it is. I think it looks way better, honestly. I mean, like, you David, look at... you're so artificial. <laughs> you look at... Well, I mean, you stand outside, you look outside, outdoors, you think it looks beautiful, but then you take your Lumia 1020 and you just aim your camera at the same thing you're looking at, and it looks better on the screen than it does in real life. That is awesome. That's pretty cool. But what do you think about... I mean, the, the IPS on the 1520, for example, um, is... I I think it's amazing. Of course, it's 1080p. That's the first 1080p device that I've used. But in in direct sunlight, it's still killer. Yeah, on the 1520. Especially with like the screen brightness compensator. That Windows Phone's always done such a good job with that. Mm-hmm. I did not think we'd be talking about this, but this is great. I think this is. I think it's fine. Um, oh yeah. But so I'm glad that you're getting something you want. Is there anything? What's the next thing on this list that you do want? Oh, USB Type C. I think uh, honestly, okay, actually, that that's cool. But I think wireless charging. I'm gonna love having that back, uh, just because. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! And also, both standards. I didn't realize that. Well, that is. Um, I've heard that said, but in my mind, it's basically assumed because the 830 supports both standards. Okay, and, I didn't know um, that. The newer Snapdragon chips just support it. So that is um, almost a given now. That's awesome. Um, I, and some of those things, there's still some, you know, let's just start with the actual specs here because we're jumping ahead of ourselves. Um, as far as the Lumia 950, uh, known as the Talkman, uh, codenamed Talkman, we're expecting a 5.2 inch display. Uh, first of all, what do you think of that display size? Well, who cares about the display size because, but it, it, creates the size of the phone what do you think of a phone size that has that size display right it's funny that that you mentioned that because basically when you talk about screen size you're talking about the phone size too because you're assuming like the i always get this wrong is it bezel or bevel well bezel a bezel bevel would be like a, a, a an angle on the edge okay the bezel of the screen you assume is just a little bit more like i don't think you've ever seen a phone with a screen that has like a massive uh, bevel, right? Like bezel. Well, bezel. Yeah. Doggone it! It's okay. Took me a while too. <laughs> um, well, like the fifteen twenty does have pretty massive bezel, uh, bezels on the top. Uh, oh, that's top true. And bottom. Yeah. yeah. And I, the, the HTCs are are known for that as well. That's kind of uh, slightly disappointing. But the what's funny too is like on a tablet, for example, you want a bezel <laughs> if you don't because you need to hold it that way. Um, often. And so the large bezel on the bottom, um, and you notice where the capacitive buttons on the 1520 are, you have room to put your thumb on either side of the capacitive buttons without uh, triggering them. Right. And I think that that is good. And, and we go back to the Titan 2 actually was probably the best example of that with great um, uh, a chin basically on the bottom handle. Now, remind... We just keep jumping ahead of ourselves. But uh, anyway, 5.2-inch display. I guess you didn't even tell me. What do you think of that size? Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Going back to that, I think it's a great size, especially for most people. I think here's here's the thing is I kind of wish, and they wouldn't really be able to do, like, different price points at this point. But I really wish they had the same internals and and the smaller one wasn't, like, at all less spec than the bigger one because honestly if they had the same specs i would get the 5.2 inch one but i want i want the beefier specs so i'm gonna get the 5.7 one not that i don't like not that i hate the 1520 size but i think you mentioned this before it's a little bit too big for me and and i think maybe if i go back to a slightly smaller phone i'll want to go back to a bigger phone Uh, i don't know yet i just haven't really the 1520 has been my daily driver for about a year so 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, if I'm going to use a phone for a while, you, you know, if I'm going to use it for a year as my daily driver and potentially pass it down to someone else in my family, my wife, my daughter, it's not going to be the 1520. You, even now, I mean, awesome phone, but it's more of an awesome device. My wife will never use the 1520, not a chance. My daughter, no. I mean, she she wouldn't use it. And so um, the other side of it is that, yeah, I want the spec monster. I want to have that flagship device. I want to say, yes, Microsoft makes awesome uh, uh, hardware, awesome product. I'm using it. I love it. You might like it too. So should I get the smaller phone for my wife and the bigger one for me? I mean, like, what do you do? Then trade with her sometimes? (laughs) Well, what's funny is my, my dad, he talks about, he has the 1520 as well and he doesn't want a smaller phone. He's like, He's because because he has trouble reading the screen and he's just like the size is perfect on this like I, I can't use anybody else's phone it just seems way too small and mine's perfect and so there are some people like that that love how massive it is so I think for people like that are have, have trouble viewing small screens a 5.7 inch device like the Lumia 50 XL is a perfect size for them and you know what I'll, I'll probably think it's fine is 0.3 inches smaller that noticeable do you think? Well, not on dis- on the display size, but you take the Note, uh, f- uh, which one are we on here? The Note Five versus the fifteen twenty. The Note Five, as 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 much as I dislike it, I like the Note Four better by Samsung. If folks aren't aware, um, I like the Note Four and the Note Five better than the fifteen twenty in just handleability. But the fifteen twenty in so many other ways, even just the build quality and like the the finish, the the um you know the the, the uh, what do you call it the plastic polycarbonate, I like better. But the fifteen twenty is just too big, um, and so it, it, the bezels itself are 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 larger, and so I think that uh, the display being five seven instead of six is not that big a deal. But the bezels, especially when they trim back on that, that could be the make or break. And the fifteen twenty have pretty big bezels. Yeah, so maybe, that's a good point. Maybe, maybe I will go with <laughs> with the bigger one. I don't know. Um, 5.2-inch display. It is, we're expecting, Quad HD. That's capital Q, capital H, capital D. I looked in this, into this a little bit. That's considered 4K. Uh, that is, let's see what I uh, copied into OneNote for our notes. Um, basically, it's uh, 2560 by 1440. It's a 16 by 9 aspect ratio, which <laughs> a few episodes ago we... We laid into that as far as taking images of that size, but I think as far as the device uh, that's as a smartphone, display aspect ratio is, is wise. I like that. Um, it basically has a QHD, capital QHD, is four times as many pixels as a 720p display. Wow. Um, which is crazy. And I just remember just a year and a half or two years ago, I think it was the... LG G3. I'm not saying it was the first one to have a quad HD display, but it was one of the very first. One of the one of the first it was just mind blowing. The the display on there. Then again, you don't really have many. Um, you know, it's not like your pictures are in that. Not like you're watching video in that necessarily. So it's really only the demo of pictures and video on the on the phone that look as awesome. Um, you know, but uh, I let me finish this up here. Lower case Q HD is a display resolution of 960 by 540 pixels. Obviously, that is not a very high resolution. That is one quarter of full HD or 1080p. So lower case Q is a quarter of um, uh, 1080p and uppercase Q is quad four times. If that um, Good distinction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, you know, I'm a little bit proud of myself. I did know most of that before I looked it up, but I wanted to clarify. And I think many people um, maybe already knew this, but it's just something that um, it's a good thing to, to lay out there. So we, we know what we're talking about. Or at least yeah. we pretend we, we know what we're talking about, right? Always good to do some homework while you're talking. And here's one thing I'm noticing on this, on this phone arena website. If you scroll down under under all the categories, design, camera, display, on every single category, on all the icons, it's like they're like top of every category. Like they have like the three little preview icons, like 
phone size, dimensions, pixel density, and on every single category, they're, they're on the top. So top size dimensions, top physical size, top resolution, top pixel density, top camera features, top processor, top memory. Like, that's pretty, that's kind of a big deal from phone arena standards. That means these are these really are flagship devices. That, like, proves it. Well, t- to be fair, and just in case I didn't mention it yet, uh, David, like you said, we're on. I'm pulling these specs off of Phone Arena. Uh, th- it's basically one of the most trusted uh, sort resources. But I also um, we at we're adding some other things in too that we we've learned uh, here and there. It always shows. I mean, <laughs> you can take a phone. How do I say this? It's usually lagging a little bit. Like the standard is usually behind a little bit. So a 5.2-inch display is still, in phone arena standards, the biggest of the three. It's in the uh, the largest of the three uh, display size categories, whereas I think you might actually want to consider medium. But Yeah, and that's true. Like, How are they going to update all this information when smartphones are getting better and better? Like... <laughs> They're gonna to have to like drop off some of the lowest ones. Like you're not gonna have a less than. I mean, I guess you will if you have really really low end phones. But some of the lower specs you're just not gonna have anymore. Hmm. Um. One distinction that it definitely is doing great uh, is that the pixel density, a quad HD display at a five point two inch size, is tremendous. It's five hundred sixty five uh, pixels per square inch. That's nuts. That is just nuts. And I looked it up a little bit earlier. The 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 iPhone, you know, the six and six S. The resolution on there is uh, not quad HD. I don't recall what it is, but it's more like uh, three. I don't know what it is. Three eighty or something uh, pixels per square inch. And um, that's still great. <laughs> that's a it's amazing resolution. And so we're. I guess now we could talk about overkill on this display what do you think about that well yeah that's apple's marketing deal which we're going to talk about later too is their retina display like the size that you know they talk about your, your eye can't differentiate anymore but you know what you can't and um really we should be arguing like you said like what is what is considered overkill because there is a point at which even though the pixels are minuscule and it's really hard to tell the di- it's like you, you might think it's hard to tell the difference. You do see it. Things are smoother and look better um, with more pixels. But then how much do you want to sacrifice in other areas? We actually we actually covered this a few weeks ago, maybe last week. Um, so, yeah. Also, give us feedback if you, if you guys are listening. Listeners, we want to hear what you guys think about the stuff we're talking about, too. Because um, what you say always brings richness to our conversations. Yeah, absolutely. So, in comparison, as far as the pixel density and the... the quality of the display the lumia 530 5 inch display not 530 well the 830 5 inch display that i use i'm using as a daily driver right now it is a 720p display and this new uh the 950 with a 5.2 inch display is four times that pixel density that is four times as many whatever well pixels literally that the processor is pushing around so the processor that's in here rumored to be in here is a Snapdragon 808, which is a great processor used in a few different devices. I think it was the, um, it's been proven. It's a proven device, proven processor. It's a six core, uh, which of course is great, but it, um, or, you know, a hexacore. Um, and it, and it has, I have some specs here, which, um, you know, graphics processor, it's the Adreno uh, 418. I don't recognize that number, but I have, I understand that it is the older processor, older graphics processor uh, versus um, the next device we're talking about. And as far as RAM, uh, three gigabytes of RAM, I think that's reasonable. Um, it's, it may be overkill for, think of it this way, it may be overkill for mobile. Um, overkill is not bad in flagships and that's okay. But I don't know if it's going to be overkill for Continuum. Truly how much we need and how well these processor RAM, I mean, the, the configuration runs continuum is really going to be interesting to see. Um, David, if this, if the 950 did not support continuum and the 950XL did, would you, would you even think twice about which device to get? No, that's a really, really good point, Vernon. Like, 
Uh, and that's I think that's what is so important for Windows 10 Mobile now. Like in the beginning for Windows Phone, it's always really been about the experience, right? But I think it's boiled down to two things. It's boiled down to um, design and like speed, basically. And I think because things are getting so strong spec-wise now, that's not as much of a priority for people. Like people, that's just an expectation. Like people expect it to be really fast. So I think instead, what we're banking on with Windows Mobile now is features. So if the 950 didn't have something like Continuum, that would be a like that would be terrible. That would just be a really awful thing, in my opinion. I think the same reason Satya Nadella put the hush hush on the Surface Mini is because he understood that with Windows RT, it was fast. It had a good battery, but you were, but you, there were some services and there were some experiences that you weren't getting. And so that's why he probably they probably voted to cancel that. So and so I think it's a very, very good philosophy to have is Microsoft has these capabilities. Microsoft, you know, has these services and they're really good services. So now it's time to offer a no compromise mobile first cloud first experience that and that Microsoft can do very easily and do very well. Um, and so they need to focus on that. The 950 needs to be able to do everything that the 950XL can do. Albeit if it as a slightly uh, older processor or whatever it is, um, it needs to work. And all the services you can do on one device need to work on the other one. That's part of, That should be part of the one Microsoft experience, in my opinion. Yes, uh, these are two flagship devices. We are assuming that we definitely call them flagships, uh, whether the, the the display size or the variation on the processor is one is better than the other. Um, as far as the, uh, let's finish up on some of the um, sim. Oh, I'm just going down the list here. Basically, I, I wish I had a better way of categorizing which specs we talk about in what order and how they, you know, segue. You know, let's into just go with the flow. Each other, but, let's go with the flow, man. Yeah. So. So the battery size on the 950 is expected to be a 300 milliamp hour battery. I think that's adequate for most smartphones, especially the way Windows Phone runs. But we also pushing that Quad HD display. So in that case, I do not want just eight hours out of this battery or out of this device. I want to get at least 14. The 16 plus with the 1520 was awesome, but that was at a 1080p display. Now, there's a lot of talk back and forth about, oh, how would you waste all those pixels? Uh, you know, I'd rather have battery. And the other side of it is that um, it's optimized whatever so that it really doesn't draw on the, the you know, the power consumption isn't much more anyway. It really, um, I guess it also depends on the, the, the display technology too to just see what what happens. And I don't care about the display. I don't care about the battery. What I care about is that I get... 16-ish hours out of it. Yeah, but that's another thing. OLED, another reason why I loved it so much is back back in the day, the iPod Touch and the Zune HD, the Zune HD had two and a half hours more than the iTouch because of its display. Like, that was because, that, that was literally the reason it had longer batteries because of OLED. It's so power uh, efficient. So hopefully that'll play into it too. So for a point of comparison, Vernon, what? So that's a, so wait, that kind of battery. What what other device has that kind of battery? Um, the iPhone has a twenty nine something. You know, just shy. Same thing with the Note four. The S six has right at a twenty nine something. Um, now the S six has pretty horrible battery life. That's pretty well known. The Note four, Note five, um, has. Pretty good battery life for those Android people that want to compare it to something. Um, I, I, I'm kind of drawing a blank. I should know this. I think the 1520 is a 3300 milliamp hour battery, okay. right? Okay. Well, well, that's good. The, the 950 XL is also a 33, uh, and the 950 is a 3000. So, so I don't know. I, I hope we'll get decent battery out of it. I, I think it'd be really great to see a much, much bigger battery. But we talked about that last week already. Mm-hmm. So let's jump to one of my favorite things on this that last episode I said was requirement for my new uh, flagship device, and that'd be the wireless charging. So in the Lumia 830, it is a removable back, and it has supports wireless charging on the back right there. You don't have to get a new one or you know pay extra for it, and it supports both Qi and PMA. That's awesome. I love that. So um, 
I've heard it said a few times, but I think it's primarily implied that the 950 and the 950XL will support both standards of wireless charging. The difference between one or the other is that the 950 will support wireless charging with a flip cover, or it says that, or I would imagine just with a, a aftermarket or, you know, you pay extra for the back that, that slaps on um, to support that. That's a slightly disappointing, not a deal breaker. And if it means that you can sell that form for 50 bucks less, um, that's great because not everyone needs the wireless charging. Uh, David, it's also rumored that these support fast charging. What do you think of that? Well, uh, another game changer, anything that can help like battery is would be huge for i mean because let's be honest we are now used to carrying chargers with us to some degree because if you've purchased well actually here's another thing i didn't think about if it's usb type c charging um we'll have to get entirely new chargers now like do you remember when the iphone 5 came out and everyone was complaining like i have to replace my charger now uh, that's gonna happen again pretty soon with the type c for all the other devices except the qi wireless charging is not gonna change so if you already have like Nokia wire, wireless uh, chargers, you can use those. So that won't change. But what will change are the the you know the the uh, the other normal standard USB chargers that you carried with you. You have to get replacements for those. But anyway, back to my point. With fast charging, the, the potential for that is if you have a charge station at work and you have a charge station at home, you charge it at home, you're good to go. At the end of the day at work, you can charge it really fast drive back or whatever you need. And so fast charging just makes it more convenient and gives you more of an incentive to plug it in and not feel like you have to plug it in for the whole day. What do you think about it, Vernon? Well, I think it's they need to stay within parity of other operating systems. So it's one more checkbox to tick off. Um, you could look at it that way say, well, if this thing gets 16 hours battery life, I'm fine anyway. Well, what if you, <laughs> what if your day is 18 hours long? Well, then... Yeah, of course you want the fast charging. I think it's great that they're putting it in there. Of course, we, we assume they're putting it in there. Um, the the And it may not even be built into the necessarily the so, the operating system or the firmware, firmware right away, but the chip supports it, and I would expect that even if it isn't available right away, it's just a software update to, to get that in there. Um, I, think it's, I think it's needed just to keep in parity. If it's a flagship, it needs to be there. Um, but I don't necessarily know if it will mean that much to me. Then again, I said I said the same thing about wireless charging, so it remains to be seen. Yeah. Let's talk about the cameras on these things, or at least the 950. We're still talking about the 950. We're like, what, 25 minutes on the 950? Um, as we understand, 20 megapixel uh, pure view um, rear-facing imager or sensor. Um, optical image stabilization, of course. It doesn't really tell us much more about this. We don't know the, you know, f-stop or you know the the lens size or anything like that. Are you expecting the camera lens, the camera, just let's say camera in general, to be the exact same on the 950 as the 950XL? Uh, typically, it hasn't. Well, let's look at the the 940 and the 940XL. Are there any differences there from the camera? Oh, not the 940. Sorry, the what am I trying to say? The 640. I'm trying to say the 640 XL and the 640. Okay, I lost you for a little bit there, but yeah, the cameras on those were were the same. I think that's what you're saying. Um, okay, but and also the cameras on the nine uh, the 930 and the 1520 were the same, uh, and so I would imagine that they are they should be the same. Then but, yes, but. You know, if we're if if the 950XL has an amazing camera, and the 950 has an amazing camera, I mean, it's like one can be not as good as the other. I'm okay with that because even the 830 takes great enough pictures for me. And if it means that we can save 20 bucks, 50 bucks on this camera for the for the the cheaper one, I think that's great. But I still want and back and forth between flagship. And smaller flagship, you know, you know, smaller device with same specs. So I'm really torn on it. I guess I don't really know for sure. Well, look at it this way: 20 megapixels is fantastic, but considering the same camera was in the 1520, is it 
are, are, is the bar being set too low now? I mean, because we've had ramped up cameras at such an accelerated rate, and now it's, we're sort of at a standstill. I'm not saying the camera's going to be bad. It's going to be excellent. Well, it's going to be better than the iPhones, obviously. Um, but yeah. We're, we're expecting the, the megapixels to be the same as the 15, 20, 9, 30. Um, you know, it's been a while. I mean, there's a big gap between devices here between flagships so if they didn't have some new something that made it better that would actually be a little bit disappointing um at least for those flagship um you know cheerers if that's if that's anything um so yeah optical image stabilization 4k video is supported those are expected um basically required okay in, in a flagship and um i think they'll do it just fine uh Front-facing camera, five-megapixel imager, as as we understand it, um, yay for selfies, whatever. I think, I think it's it's fine. I really have no other comment opinion on that. Well, I I have one thing to say. I think I could be wrong about this, but I think my LG Quantum had a five-megapixel rear-facing camera. So now we're finally seeing a full circle. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um. So next thing on here, and it was just mentioned in the chat, that the iris scanner. So that's basically going to read your – well, we we think it's going to be iris scanner. But also uh, the, the rumors say infrared. Now, infrared doesn't necessarily read your eye. Infrared is going to read your face, and that's how Windows Hello works. So to me, maybe I just need to read a little bit more into this to know for sure if it truly is iris, your eye or if it is your face. Um, as I understand it, iris would be slightly less um, desirable. Do you have an opinion on this, David? Totally agree. Infrared would be way better, uh, just, just for convenience. And I, this is a really stupid thing of mine, but I don't like things in my eyes or things having to do with my eyes at all. Mm, that's reasonable. That's fair. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens there. I think it would be... I mean, Windows Hello, if those of you who are familiar with it, seeing some of the demos, it's pretty mind-blowing. It's really, really cool on some of the new laptops. So I I get that. But it probably takes a bit of reasonable amount of processing power. And so depending on how it works when you open the phone, for it to ramp up and automatically see that, and especially infrared, it might need a different... I don't know. We'll just see. I'm not, I'm not saying that the true infrared... Um, Windows Hello, you know, as good as it is on the laptops, is required for the phones. But it would be super awesome if they were able to fit that in without making the price uh, obnoxious and without um, hindering something else in in the in the device. Totally agree. Um, do we want to move on to the Lumia 950XL? The thing is, <clears throat> we've been kind of comparing the two as we've been going, so. Yep, uh, let's jump ahead here. Really, not very far, I suppose. Uh, the 950XL, almost entirely the same in many ways. Um, a little bit bigger display, 5.7 inch, still the same quad HD display. <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, not quite the uh, pixel density, of course, but still substantially wonderful. <clears throat> uh, one differentiator is that uh, the 950XL is expected to have integrated wireless charging, meaning you do not have to add anything to it that will be wonderful um i cannot think of any other difference well the battery is a little bit a little bit bigger yes oops battery so that is um that's something so is it truly just two uh sim card slots do they both have two sim card slots or does only the 950xl well i had not heard that um i think it'd be awesome if it did it would if they did that i think they would they should also just sell them at the microsoft store and not even because if they do that there's there's invariably going to be variants there will be the single sim version at at&t single sim version at, at verizon they're not going to want you to put uh, another sim in there um so i i, I get that but do we really want to have all these different variants you know the 950 uh, B or the 950-004, like, you know, whatever they, I don't know how they would, they would, um, kind of like the 1520 had the, 
what's it, 1520C or something? I don't remember. Um, you no, know, the green ver. Right. Well, there was one that had 32 gigs of, of storage and, and what have you, whatever. Um, yeah, I just hadn't heard the dual SIMs, but that would be that would be a good thing. But I think it probably would be a better thing for the mid-range and low low end uh, devices, in my opinion. So yeah, but let's talk about the uh, the Pro Four and the Pro Three. What did you? What were your thoughts on that? We have. I did forget the processor though. We had talked a little oh. bit about the processor in the nine fifty uh, XL. Um, it is the eight core uh, Snapdragon eight ten. It's the newer processor. Runs a little bit faster, has the Adreno 430. That's just a number to me, but it is the newer graphics processor. Right. Same 3 gigs of RAM, same 32 gigs, but gigabytes of storage, um, and micro SD part is still supported. I did see somewhere that they had they thought that the micro SD was not, uh, the expansion was not supported on the 950 proper. Um, and I only saw that one place, but who knows? I mean, that. It's possible. All right. Yeah, let's let's move along. Service Pro, Service Four Pro. <laughs> oh, whoops. Service Pro Three. Uh, are we comparing them? What are we doing? Well, just that I'm excited for them. Um, I, I guess I was going to compare them to the iPad. Uh, I guess that's in the next thing here, which we may skip anyway. But or not the next one, the one after that. <laughs> Insider yeah. here. Um, I'm just really excited for the Surface Pro 4, but in a way, I think I'm even more excited for the Surface Pro 3 when the Pro 4 comes out because the price will probably drop, and I think then will be when we'll really see the race between who can sell more devices between iPad and Surface. Yeah. The iPad, um, because I th- I think that the iPad Pro is going to get trounced. Well, the, I mean, the, look at it. The four and the three. It's it's. I, I'm I'm sorry. It, I just found it funny when it was announced. Like, you know, this is Apple's chance to make a different, like a really true differentiator device, and it's a even more stretched out iPod Touch with uh what I've told really clunky keyboard. Like, okay, here's the thing though. I was a naysayer of the first iPad. I'm like, this thing, no one's gonna use it. It's like a stretch of iPod touch. And I was completely wrong, right? Um but You well, you were wrong for a while. They're not really selling anymore. Tablets in general are not selling nearly like they were four years ago. Hmm. Three years ago. Well, I think, and that's why the service is in the perfect market because the convenience of a tablet, like you've been over this, but it's all the functionality of a laptop. That's its selling point. It has a desktop-grade operating system. Uh, this iPad Pro does not have a desktop-grade operating system. It's a stretched-out iPod Touch. That's just what it is. And you can give it a glorified stylus called a pencil, and you can give it a silly uh, keyboard, and it's not anything more than an iPad, okay? It, it, you're not, like, who? I, I can't imagine who would pay the amount of money they want you to pay, which is about the same as a Surface Pro 3, for something that's not a like a desktop-grade operating system. I don't know. It's just beyond a, me. A fully equipped iPad Pro is about, what is it, like 1400 bucks. I mean, I my first car cost that. My, no, my second car cost that. I mean, like, it's just not... Um, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Now, to be fair, the Surface Pro also can be... Uh, Surface Pro 3 can get that expensive, but you oh, can yeah. get one as cheap as 800 or maybe Something even like with that. the even with the uh, the the touch cover, the type cover um 900 um uh, quite reasonable. Um and I just cannot wait to see what happens to the price on the 3 when the the Pro 3 when the 4 is available. I think it's going to be going to be great. And and <sighs> that pencil though. I mean like I just <laughs> I don't want to charge my stylus. I want to swap the battery out maybe every two months. Um, that was kind of surprising to me. I know yeah, it has I just, added functionality. Yay for that. Yeah. Um, I just love that people are screaming, including Microsoft, not to use the word stylus. They're like, pen, pencil, anything but stylus. Stylus is not cool anymore. It's the, it was the 2000s or late 90s. That's just what it seems like to me. Well, I mean, people recognize that things go in and out of style, styleless, but um, it's just something that oh. I, I, I generically call it a stylus, 
Apple's going to go with their pencil. Microsoft might as well just stick with the pen. Obviously, they, they do. They call it the pen, Surface Pen. Um, great. And Surface Pen comes with the Surface. I, yeah. Apple Pencil does not. That's another difference. Really quickly, now, now that we're on Apple, I want to talk about, okay, I was on Apple's website just to kind of get up, like, you know, see what they're advertising. And I forgot how cringeworthy the slogans are. iPhone 6S. The only thing that's changed is everything. Really? Everything has changed about your iPhone 6S? Okay, we, Vern and I just spent half an hour talking about the differences between the 950 and the 950 XL from the other Windows devices. And I wouldn't say everything has changed. But the change from, for example, the, the 1520 maybe to these 950s is probably more significant than the iPhone 6 to the 6S. Yet, their slogan is... The only thing that's changed is everything. That is hilarious. Another one is iPad Pro. Thin, light, epic. Really? Epic? I mean, epic is... It's a little bit overused and a little bit old. Whatever. That's fine. But thin, light... Where have we heard that before? I don't know. The past decade? I know. I just... It's it's really overdramatic. And I don't know. And then... Let's see. Where's the other one that I saw? Oh, yeah, Apple TV, the future of television. Really? Because, you know, you know, television is just, yeah. Television? Why did they even use that term? They I should know. have said the future of, of home entertainment or entertainment or, or something like that, exactly. Like, the fact yeah. that they use television, just, I don't know. And, and not, not to rail on Apple too much, um, but, again, and I go back to what I said before, is when they released their new Notes application in iOS uh, 9, I think, and they said sync your notes across all of your devices. It's like they need to get their heads out of their rears because they're just saying things that are just like they're completely in their own world. And having Microsoft on on for their keynote was the first time in recent year in recent history that they've respectfully acknowledged a competitor. And and Microsoft does that a lot. I think, and and Google does it to some degree even, but Apple's just in their own world where there, you know, there is no competition. There's nothing like Apple, and they need to face reality. And yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of great, you know, competing products to your products. Stop thinking you're the only one that's there. I don't know. It's just it just bugs me, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was quite um, interesting to see that. Really, really refreshing, and you know, jaw dropping for some people. But it it really makes it like, how are they going to make this iPad Pro? a productivity machine um without office <laughs> i yeah. mean really that's what people if, if you want to see a professional sitting at a um uh, uh an airport somewhere working on his machine and doing work whatever that is it's a surface pro 3 and, and that's what it is and if you have an ipad i know that some people think oh you got an ipad oh is that the air what are we on air 4 like whatever um, or the Air, I don't even know, Air 3. Me neither. Some people say that's awesome, but right now it's the Surface Pro 3. And in a little bit, it's going to be the Surface Pro 4. And I I think just the Apple snobs are going to be the running the, um, the, the iPad Pro. Um, maybe I'm not giving it enough credit, but they will be using Office on there. They're not going to be using Pages, are they? I don't know. I mean, I think they might. I mean, it's like... There, there are some Microsoft products that that we are a minority for using. Bing would be an example, right? Like most people use Google. So in the sense that we're Microsoft enthusiasts, I'm sure you'll have Apple enthusiasts using Pages and using the you know the yeah, productivity applications from. So you're always going to have those people. Um, but I don't know. I, I, we'll, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. But I don't have a lot of faith in the product. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I don't mean to rag on them too much, but I just was not impressed at all with, with the Air, with the Pro um wow. ipad pro ipad pro. pro air retina 4k imac also it's funny they're getting rid of the i and all their branding stuff i feel like like well, because everything else is i everything now it's yeah. just basically yeah so i i guess i get that yeah. um yeah so what what else do we have on here we're nearly done i suppose let's get, let's get to our picks uh, and then we'll we'll end with the twitter tip um uh, my app pick uh, for this week is going to be Clearer. It is a list application. It's very similar to Clear on iOS. That's basically where they copied it from. And just a solid little to-do list application that I've used since the beginning in Windows Phone 7. How about you, Vernon? What's your app pick? 
I'm still thinking, I don't know. I'll go with Windows Central. There you go. Solid. Windows Central, we haven't mentioned it before. Windows Central is a is, is a great, obviously, website, but also there's a good Windows Phone app. Uh, to be fair, it hasn't updated to the Windows 10 um, icons and what have you yet, but it is still, you can get great content there, Windows Central uh, for Windows Phone. Yep. And there's an app on, on Android as well. Mm-hmm. Solid applications. Um, my music pick is going to be a soundtrack, and that's to the game's Bayonetta and Bayonetta 2. If you like really um, bombastic, um, epic soundtracks, the Bayonetta soundtracks are for you. Also, they do really cool remixes of Fly Me to the Moon, Moon River, um, in a modern style, and that I really enjoy. And then, of course, the theme for Bayonetta and the theme for Bayonetta 2 are also just great songs in general. So check out those soundtracks. I'm going to go with Smashing Pumpkins. Most people know who this is. We just kind of have forgotten about them for a while. They had a great string of awesome songs, uh, awesome albums for a few years there in the 90s and early 2000s. Um, Recheck them out if you have not recently. Smashing Pumpkins. Solid choice. Um, My podcast pick I'm translating into a game pick, and that game pick is Terraria. So if you're familiar with Minecraft, think a two-dimensional Minecraft it's like a sandbox adventure uh, game. It's incredibly addicting. I've been playing it this weekend so much, and um, it's really fun to pick up and play. So check out Terraria. I guess I'll go with Pocket Now Weekly. I do not recall if I have mentioned them before, but I probably did. Um, and they're they're great because they, yeah, they go with the the news. Okay, so they t- like the last episode. Yeah, they talked about the iPhone. But they didn't just drool all over it like some other places do. And to be fair, um, less sites, uh, you know, entities are drooling over this version of the iPad, iPhone, than um, others have. But Pocket Now Weekly is a great show. It's been around for two and a half years. Now that I think of it, I have mentioned it. But they're still a great, great podcast. Now the question is, have we been drooling on the 950 and 950XL? Hmm. You know See, what? we've I, been drooling for a while, so we're yeah. kind of running out of drool. <laughs> Time to take a sip of water. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I mean, it's just, uh, I don't know how that sounded on air. <laughs> 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 you know when you wake up, you're like drooling. Like, oh, oh, you get it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not podcast material, folks. Sorry about that. Well, you JJ said it was sexy, later. so it must be okay. Um, (laughs) so now, uh, the last thing before the very end is the Twitter tip. And I just, this is not much of a tip, but I mean, take note of your Twitter timeline and see how often images are posted. They are being posted very, very often and for, to gain traction and to gain visibility. And we're a visual people. Humans are visual, are visual creatures. And so it makes sense, but I'm just, I'm afraid for how, what Twitter is going to do to respond to this. Um, so, again, if you want to go along with a trend, post an image. You'll get, what is it, 150% more engagement. Um, so, anyway, mm-hmm. just think about and images. Just to piggyback on that for 30 seconds, sometimes when I Twitter creep people, creep Twitter, whatever, Twitter stock people, just to see what they're like, instead of going through all their tweets, I'll just go to media and I'll scroll through pictures and just see what type of stuff they're posting. Um, and you can actually get back further in their timeline a little bit further uh, further <laughs> uh, by doing so. Yeah. Great tip. All right. Let's finish up here. We have um, – I guess that's about it. Uh, we do appreciate everyone that listens to the show. Thank you very much. We are recording this through Blab, uh, blab.im. So there's video and we have people in the chat room. And if you would like to join us in the chat room before, during, or after the show, you can do so. We will post that um, – you can just follow us on Twitter and be able to go to that link and uh, uh, interact with us. Uh, we are at MS Mobile Show on Twitter. Of course, Facebook, we're there, MS Mobile Show. You can email us, contact at MS Mobile Show. I am on Twitter at Vernon E.L. I'm on Twitter at David V. Kimball. We record the show every Monday. Um, well, one, one, what is it? 1 p.m. <laughs> my time here, Central Time. And, uh, you um wow 
Uh, of course, if you like the show, please subscribe. That way you, uh, we show up in your uh, podcast app every time. If you really like the show and you think we're super awesome, you could uh, consider sparing us some spare change. Sparing us. Wow. Um, spare, some, spare some spare change with us. Share. Something like that. You get the idea. I've, just, I've talked about this a little bit better than before than I have now. And whether you truly support us uh, monetarily or not, we absolutely appreciate every single listener. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode. Have a great week. Stay mobile.